10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Um, it is Fat Tuesday today, ladies and gentlemen, or as I call it, Tuesday. But um, it's just me today, no guest. You're probably looking at the timestamps, and uh, this one's a little bit of a shorter one. But it's just me. I kind of thought of this idea a couple days ago. Um, partially because I didn't really have a podcast lined up, but I thought, hey, this, this would be a good time to do it. Um, I thought of this idea last week on the podcast with my good friend Owen Schramm. We did top 10 TV show protagonists, and, um, one of my, um, number, number five, I believe, it was Phil Dunphy, and Owen was like, oh, like, philosophy. And I, that got me thinking, hmm, what about I make my little philosophy, philosophy, I don't have a name for it yet, but my top 10 list today is top 10 pieces of advice. And it's, it's my own list. I got some, you know, funny ones, but some real ones too. And I think if everyone can try and live their life using these pieces of advice, I think you'll have a a good life. So this is a nice, quick, and sweet one, but um, here it is. My top 10 pieces of advice for you guys. So coming in, in the 10 spot, I have go full out in silly games. You know, I'm talking about those games that you play when you're on retreat or when you go to a sleepaway camp, you know, all those icebreaker games or the ones where you, you're in a circle and you got to run when something's said or the ones where you got to work together as a team. Those silly games. And I feel like from my experience, I've learned to really just go full out, embrace the awkwardness, the weirdness of the games because it's going to make it a lot more fun if you if you're just going half-assed with the games then yeah it's not gonna be fun because of how your attitude is going so I don't know whenever I like went on retreat in in high school a lot I would um, we would like run the retreats for the underclassmen and I'd always see a lot of the underclassmen just like thinking they're too cool for these these silly games but Honestly, they are so fun when you literally go so full out in the games. Um, you embrace the awkwardness, like I said. And it, and if everyone else is doing it, it's going to be more fun, you know? So go out um, and enjoy those those silly games that might seem stupid because, yeah, maybe they are stupid, but if you act, you know, dumb and stupid and you're not really into it, then it's, it is going to be stupid. But if you really embrace it, they're going to be fun and you're going to have a good time. And everyone else is going to see that you're having a good time too and want to join along. So that is my number 10. Go full out in silly games. In my nine, I have have a joke on hand at all times. I thought of this piece of advice because 
my good friend Maggie, she uh, she was asking around um, if you if you had a favorite joke, and it got me thinking. Dang! If someone asks me that, I need to have one ready and locked in, because you can't just be dilly dallying, thinking about a joke or looking one up. Because by the time they ask what's your favorite joke, or you you got to go through a joke, and you're looking it up, it's gonna be too late. Moments pass. So always have a good joke in your head. Um, it can be a short one. It can be a story one. I have a couple, but um. I'm not going to share them just because I want you guys to be original, not take mine. Actually, no. You know what? No, I'm going to say it because honestly, that was hypocritical of me because my go-to joke is actually my good friend Duncan told me this one a long time ago and I thought it was the funniest joke ever and now it's my go-to joke and it's a story. But um, I'll say it. Obviously, it's going to be awkward because no one else is with me so there will be no laughing whatsoever. But um, here's my go-to joke. <clears throat> so, you know, on uh, Christmas Eve, um, you know, there was the, uh, the birth that was happening. Um, and the three wise men, they were there, and they saw the North Star um, in the sky. And they're like, hmm, let's, let's follow it. You know, it could be something special. So the three wise men, they, they followed the star, and it you know, led them to this uh, stable in the back. And the first one walked in, saw this baby, and um, he walked through the door, and he was like, wow, that's a beautiful baby. I give you frankincense. And Mary and Joseph were like, thank you. I don't know what frankincense is, but thank you. And the second wise man, you know, he's like, I, I should, you know, do my part too. Walks through the door, he's like, beautiful baby. I give you gold. They're like, wow, thank you so much. And the third wise man, he's, he's a taller one. He, um, he, goes, <laughs> he goes and he tries to walk through the door, but he hits his head on the door frame. And as he hits his head, he says, ah, Jesus Christ. And then Joseph looks up and he's like, mm, that's a better name than Buster. And um, either people die laughing from that joke or if you're not laughing, then you probably thought that wasn't very funny. But um, see, I always have it on hand. And I got to thank Duncan Rayburn for that joke. He told me that one maybe eight years ago. And um, it stuck with me. And it's still my favorite joke to this day. So number nine, have a joke on hand at all times. <clears throat> all right, number eight. I got, when you're walking down the steps, start with your left foot once in a while. You know, I just think this is a good input on life, you know, or, well, this is start with your left foot once in a while if you're right-handed, but for you, Fred Gello, start with your right foot once in a while. You know, you're always doing everything with your dominant hand. You're, you're writing papers, you're throwing balls. You're uh, opening doors, brushing your teeth. You're doing it with your dominant hand. And then when you walk, you usually start with your dominant foot. You know, you put your right shoe on first, right sock on first. And I feel like that, that left foot's not getting any love. You know, it's, it's just as capable as walking as the right one. So when you're going on the steps, 
just start with the left foot sometimes, you know, make it feel special, make it feel like it matters because it does. And um, applies to you, Fred, start with the right foot once in a while, just make it feel like it belongs. And um, it'll go a long way. And um, your left foot will be grateful for, you know, that act that you just did. My number seven on this list is something that I struggle with, for sure. I have don't hear, listen. You know, when we introduce ourselves to people or when we are talking to people, I feel like a lot of the times I'm just hearing what they're saying and um, just thinking about other things. But I should be listening because conversations go two ways. You need someone to be talking and you need someone to be listening. Because if one person's talking and, no, and the other one's not listening, then it's not a conversation. And conversations are the best, best things ever in the world. That's what a podcast is, really. It's just a conversation except we have microphones. So uh, an example of this is like when you ask someone their name and their major and all that. You know those icebreaker games that you have on the first day of class, a lot of the times we're just thinking of what we're going to say in our head and we're not really listening to the people and what they're saying. And um, you realize that when the next day of class, all these people walk in and you don't know their names. It's because you didn't listen, you were just hearing. And um, I think we need to understand that listening will educate us more. It'll, you know, teach us about new things in life that we didn't know. And um, we have to make sure our ears are open at all times, but make sure they're the listening ears, not the hearing ears. <laughs> all right, my number six, I have don't be ashamed to order chicken tenders. You know, I'm I'm a picky guy, and I I was even more picky when I was younger. And, you know, as I've gotten older, I've started to, uh, you know, broaden my taste buds a little bit. But still, if I'm at a restaurant, nice restaurant, not a nice restaurant, whatever, and I'm in the mood for chicken tenders and they're on the menu, I'm not ashamed to get chicken tenders. I'm not ashamed. And I know a lot of people are because it's childish, but... Trust me, when I order those chicken tenders and everyone else, you know, decided to order some exquisite food and they see me munching on these chicken tenders and fries, they're, they're jealous for sure. And they're going to be wishing that they had ordered those chicken tenders. So don't be ashamed. You know, everyone wants to do it. It's just how brave you are and how much courage you have to actually, you know, go to the waiter and say, hey, can I get the chicken tenders and fries, please. And um, it'll go a long way. And I feel like chicken tenders, it's hard to mess those up. It really is. Um, they're the greatest food on this planet. And if they're on the menu, why wouldn't you order them, huh? So don't be ashamed. Do not be ashamed to order the chicken tenders. But now I'm at my number five. We're flying through these. But uh, I hope you guys are learning some pieces of advice and um just you know taking it taking it all in 
But at my five, I use this one a lot. It's uh, if you have an idea, write it down. My f whole notes app is just filled with random ideas, bursts of ideas that just come to me. They don't have to be good ideas, but it, as long as you write them down, you're going to remember them, and then maybe you can build it into a better idea, or you can expand on it. So I'm just looking through my notes right now. I mean, I have one thing that's just called funny ideas. A lot of them aren't funny at all, actually. A lot of them are very stupid, but I write them down, and I you know, see how I can, how I can make them better. Uh, sometimes I write down my dreams whenever I'm dreaming, I sometimes think, wow, this could be a really good movie or a short film. And I wake up and I write down as much as I remember. And a lot of the times when I go back and read them, they don't make sense. But, hey, I wrote it down and um, maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe it'll spark another idea, you know? So I write down, this is where I write down all my top 10 lists, you know, which... It started off just me writing them in notes, and now it's this full-blown podcast. So you never know um, where an idea can go, but you got to make sure you remember it. So you write it down, and then look back at it and see what can um, come of it. Because, yeah, there's, there's such thing as bad ideas, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't write it down because it can always turn into something good. And I think... I have a lot of bad ideas, but I have a lot of good ideas. And a lot of those good ideas have spawned from my initial bad ideas. It's because I wrote my bad ideas down and then I kept, or I kept um, just looking at them, thinking, and um, expanding on them. So if you have an idea, write it down. It doesn't matter how stupid it is. If you have an idea, write it down. <clears throat> my number four. I have take advantage of nice days. You know, me being from Minnesota, um, in the wintertime, it's hard to get outside when it's below zero a lot. But when that sun comes out for, you know, that one day of the week and it's 30 degrees, take advantage of them. Go on a walk, sit outside, just... Even if you don't want to go outside, look outside, look at the sky. I mean, take advantage of those nice days because I think we take them for granted a lot. And this just got me thinking because last weekend here in Syracuse, um, it was super nice outside and um, I had a lot of work to do. But I said, screw my work. No, I didn't. I did get it done, but it, that made me more motivated. And then I went outside. I went in my hammock, I read my book, um, a couple of my friends and I, we tossed the football around, take advantage of the nice days, it's so fun just being outside, um, even just, you know, laying there, being outside, it's, it's the best, so really take advantage of them, because, I mean, it's not nice a lot of the time, especially in the winter, and, um, I don't know what I'd even call this season here because the weather changes every day here. But um, when it's sunny out, take advantage of them. And I appreciate that because a lot of people appreciate that. Because when I went outside, there was so many people outside listening to music. I saw some people playing frisbee. There were some people just laying on blankets. And um, 
it's good to just have conversation with your friends, but it's better when it's outside. So take advantage of those nice days. And now we're in the top three. And um, I will say, it's hard to rank these pieces of advice because I think all of these are important, but these are just ranked, I guess, for me, for my liking. But my number three, I have nerves are good. It means you care. Um, I get nervous a lot, um, whether it be to present in class or to go on stage or to, you know, just tell someone something. And um, it nerves are good because it genuinely means that you care about this thing so much that you're so scared that it might not go the way you want it to go. But I've always appreciated people that get nervous. And um, as long as, you know, you everyone has a different way to try and calm themselves down or just, you know, shake those nerves out. For me, I like to, you know, close my eyes, take deep breaths, and just kind of let my mind not really think about anything, just make it go blank. And um, even if I, people would always ask me, because I did theater like in high school and before, they'd ask me if I would get nervous before um, shows. And yeah, I would, even if I did it like however many times a week for months at a time, I'd still get nervous because I cared and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do a good job. And so just know that if you're nervous, it's, it's not a bad thing at all. It's actually, it's a good thing. And it, it just genuinely shows that you're very passionate about something. And passion is, you know, the best thing you can have for something. Um, my number two, this one, I believe in so much. It's stay loyal to your sports team. A lot of people know Minnesota sports don't have the best luck. Um, I mean, I've really never experienced a uh, championship in my lifetime. Out of the four major sports, we're the only team, or we're the only like city or state that has all four major sports and hasn't won a championship in this century. And um, I'm still loyal. I'm the biggest Minnesota sports fan, um, especially the Vikings. And a lot of people are like, just leave them, you know, go to a different team. The Vikings are never going to win. They keep being mediocre. And then they choke in the playoffs or they never make the playoffs. It's like, why are you a fan of this team? Well, maybe it's because I grew up in Minnesota. I watched those games, those heartbreaking games. But just think when we get our Super Bowl, not if, when we get our Super Bowl, how sweet that's going to feel, knowing how much heartbreak we went, we went through, um, loss after loss after loss, just never achieving that Lombardi trophy. But think how good that's going to feel when you finally win. Because it's always better to 
achieve something when you've gone through hardships to get there. And um, I'm always going to be loyal to Minnesota sports teams. And um, you always got to look on the bright side. You know, um, the Timberwolves right now are the best team in the West. Anthony Edwards is the second coming of Michael Jordan. Um, The Twins last year, they won their first playoff series in 20 years. Um, The Wild, you know, we... (laughs) The Wild, hey, we're mediocre, but we got a lot of young pieces, um, a lot of rookies that are really developing. And then the Vikings, I mean, we saw now how good... Kirk was because he got hurt this year and it just kind of showed that we weren't the best team. But even with all our injuries, we still had a chance to make the playoffs in Week 18. And I think that shows perseverance and it shows that our team is good enough. It just we didn't have the right pieces at the right time. So you always got to stay positive and just stay loyal. Don't bandwagon because... It's not going to feel as good when they win. I mean, you know, when I was younger, I, um, I've always been a Vikings fan, but I was a fan of the NFL as a whole, which meant I liked a lot of the good players, the good teams. And um, I had all those jerseys, but it, it didn't feel like I achieved anything when they would win. And all I really cared about were the Vikings and... I'm going to stay loyal, be a true fan, and wait until it's their time. So stay loyal to your sports teams. And my number one, I've seen this, like, online, in comments and everything, and it just, it makes you think. But it's, everyone else is living for the first time, too. You know, we have a lot of stressful things going on in our lives, and sometimes we um, we spill it out on other people that, you know, don't deserve to hear what we're going through. But we have to understand that your parents, your grandparents, they're going through life for the first time too. And we're all new to this whole life thing. And um, we all make mistakes, and that's okay. But um, just know that it's not all about you. And everyone else is doing this thing for the first time. So be patient. Be grateful for what you have. But um, just know that we're all new to this life thing. So that's, that's my 10 pieces of advice for you guys. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We got some fun ones coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, If you guys want to follow the Instagram, it is top10tuesday.podcast. You can get some visual aids of the lists. This one will be out later this week. But um, hope you guys have a great Mardi Gras. it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. It's Ash Wednesday tomorrow. But uh, everyone have a great day. And I um, hope you guys took something from my list. Thank you.